Welcome to Thrive Lathrop Podcast. Here at our church, we believe that everyone can thrive. Make sure to subscribe to our channel and enjoy this life-changing message. Amen. Come on, get over Pastor Chris. Lead pastor's done an amazing job with us here. And just so honored and thank you again, Pastor Chris, for letting me to speak today's word. I want to go ahead. Let's just jump right into it since you're standing up. We're going to go to John chapter 15. And I'm telling you, God's already spoken. And it's still speaking. And, um, you know, I was just praying this week. As, you know, I knew I was going to be preaching that. I said, God, you say what you need to say even if I don't say it. And I know God has already spoken, speaking. And all I can say is that what I'm going to say today is probably confirmation for some. And maybe some more clarity for some of you here who are trying so desperately to know what God wants to do in your life. And I'm telling you, he wants to do great things. So look, John chapter 15, verse 26. When the advocate comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the spirit of truth, say truth, who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. Now let's look at John chapter 16, verse 13. But when he, the spirit of truth, say truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears. And he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. Now, if you know, this is Jesus speaking. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you. God, I ask for your Holy Spirit to speak into our hearts, souls, and minds. Lord, you've already spoken to some. And some are still trying to figure it out. But Lord, give them clarity. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a seat. Last week. Pastor Chris spoke about the Holy Spirit as our helper. And hopefully you realize that because, you know, we kind of use the phrase Holy Spirit and, you know, we've been talking about it and we want you to understand this is how God moves in our lives. How he moves in our lives. He's a helper. It's not a weird thing. It's not a, you know, more than a feeling, not a force. And we share that if you were with us in the high school Because I want you to know, we are a spirit-filled, spirit-led church. Because that's what the Bible says the church is. Okay? And we are Bible-believing. And again, Holy Spirit. How do we get the Bible? Holy Spirit came upon men who wrote the scriptures. So that we know the truth of God. So, pastors, you know, Chris talked about as our helper, our advocate, he gave us that word Parakletos, okay, kind of a big Christian term, but it's a Greek word, and it's kind of a weird, interesting word. You know, don't think that, you know, whoever, was it, the Gospel of John here, that he made up this word and just started saying something, you know, like Zui Mama or something, okay? It wasn't like that. This is an actual word in Greek, okay? But people who didn't write the Bible, when they would write their stuff, it really meant this. Parakletos was just somebody, someone who comes alongside of you. Someone who comes alongside you, who's with you. And as Pastor Chris said last week, you are never alone. 
You always have a helper. You have someone who is on your side, your advocate. Jesus knew that the Holy Spirit would be a game changer. In John 15 and 16, he was trying to convince his disciples that, you know, I'm going to be leaving. And they're like, what? <laughs> Jesus is leaving us? What's going on here? And he's telling them. Now, you know, they don't know what's ahead. They didn't know that in just a few hours he was going to get arrested. And, you know, he's going to be put on a cross and, you know, sentenced to death. They didn't know that when Jesus was telling this. They just had the Last Supper. What we know is the Last Supper. That's what they were doing. And they said, let's go for a walk. So they're going for a walk, actually going towards the garden. And this is where these verses of John 15 and 16 come in. And Jesus says, guess what? I'm leaving. And they're like, what? Where are you going? But don't worry. The helper is coming. It's a game changer. Because when he goes, the Holy Spirit will come. I mean, try to put yourself in the disciples' shoes. I mean, they had this hard time understanding why Jesus had to leave. Why did he have to go? I mean, how could their lives be better when, without Jesus being around? I mean, just, you know, I mean, could you think everything's better with Jesus because Jesus changed everything, right? And you just kind of think about sort of like, you're saying you're leaving, but how is that better? Because Jesus knew the Holy Spirit would need to be a game changer. He wasn't going to leave them hanging. In fact, the Holy Spirit's going to elevate their game, so to speak. He's going to make their lives better. He's going to actually bring enhancement. That's what the Holy Spirit's going to do. So this morning, I want to talk about specifically how the Holy Spirit is a messenger. Is a messenger. He's a messenger. And again, let me start by saying, God is still speaking. God is still speaking. God wants to speak into your lives. And the Holy Spirit. He is still sending messages to us. Holy Spirit is a messenger. So this is how I kind of put it to hopefully maybe relate it to you. My wife thought it was kind of corny, kind of dates me. But I said this, the Holy Spirit is God's UPS. God's UPS. Okay, that's what the Holy Spirit is. What does that mean? He is your, he is your unique postal service. I was thinking about wearing brown and gold to make this point more emphatic. But I went to Edison High, and Stag is our rivals. I couldn't wear that. If you don't know, Stag High has brown and gold. Brown and gold are the colors. But anyways, the Holy Spirit is, our, is, is God's UPS, unique postal service. It's the avenue God uses to deliver his messages, his truth, into our hearts, minds, and souls. In a world of DoorDash, Uber Eats, FedEx, UPS, Amazon Prime, where they try so hard to deliver you goods in a fast manner, no one will deliver like the Holy Spirit. No one can deliver what the Holy Spirit has. It's unique postal service, unique to each person. We've all used delivery service, right? Okay. I mean, I wasn't a big one of delivery b before the COVID shutdown. You know, I was like, why should I pay an extra three bucks when I can just go pick it up myself? Okay? So that's what it was. And, you know, and I grew up in South Stockton. They didn't deliver us to anyways. 
Okay, it was too dangerous. It's too dangerous. You know, I called up, hey, uh, can I get a pizza? I'm in, uh, uh, where? Conway 2507, Colorado. Uh, sorry, we don't, we don't go out there. I said, like, okay. <laughs> fine, fine, whatever, okay? But when COVID hit, man, okay, I mean, kind of some things, you, ha- you were forced to use delivery services. You make an order, you know, you know what you want, you send it, and you just kind of hope that it's delivered rightly with all the proper goods that you wanted, okay? But get this, though. Wouldn't it be amazing? What if something was delivered to you that you never ordered, but you really, really wanted it? Like, I mean, that would be kind of cool, right? Like, it's exactly what you needed right then and there. Like, you didn't even have to, you know, you didn't order it, but you were just, man, I wish I had this. And all of a sudden, like, you get, what's this? And oh, my word, that's exactly what I needed. You ever woke up in the morning and said you wanted a donut? Okay, yeah. And the donut was like, well, you know what, what? You know, I, don't, I might not have time to stop and all that. So you're like, well, I just really wish I had a donut, man. I'll just make my day. So I show up, go to my job, and guess what? One of my wonderful colleagues, and usually it's the secretary, right? You know, she brings a box of donuts for the whole staff or whatever it is. Oh, God bless you. That's exactly what I want. I mean, how did you? You know, did you read my mind or something? You know, how did you know I needed that? Or what about when a friend of yours just gives you, gives you something for absolutely no reason? And it just really makes your day. You know, last Saturday, um, we celebrated the life of the matriarch church, Sister Yolanda Hernandez. And I just want to say, buddy, Gino, uh, Monica, you did a great job of honoring that lady and one of the things that was shared about Sister Yolanda was that oftentimes when she's out shopping or in the stores, how she would see something and I said, you know what? And she would think, you know, you know, so-and-so might really like this gift. And she would just buy it. No reason. It wasn't because it was her birthday. It wasn't because, of, you know, whatever, Christmas. But she just, she just thought of that person and thought, this individual will like this. Not that one, not this one, not that other person, but this one person will like this. And she would buy it and give it to them. And says, hey, sister, I got you something. And I was like, wow. You know, a little gift uniquely for that individual. The Holy Spirit is God's unique postal service. And it's unique. And I mean, it's unique because only God can really use it. But what I want to emphasize here, it's unique to the individual as well. It's unique to who the individual is trying to reach. God knows exactly what you specifically need at any time of your life. And the Holy Spirit will let you know. Now, some of you might know, but I have a day job. I'm a high school math teacher. And I made a decision this past school year um, to go to a new school, but in the middle of a school year. And if you're an educator, that's a little bit difficult, Okay. To come in because you don't, you know, they always say the first day of school is like the most important because you set all the ground rules. Well, I didn't have that luxury. In fact, I was probably like the fourth or fifth teacher that this class had, you know. So they had like subs rotating in. And we all know nothing gets done when subs come in, right? You know, that. that's why I'm always fearful when I got to get a sub for me. You know, because, oh, man, I got to come back to a mess. I was like, if you're a sub, we love you. Thank you. I just want to say that <laughs> at the beginning here. <laughs> but it is that way it is. You know, we know how kids are. And, you know, so, but, you know, literally, so I, I, I took on this, came in mid-year, you know, literally my first day there, 
You know, principal comes in, hey class, this is Mr. Tag Darren, good luck. I go, that's it? You know, and here I am, you know, okay. And, you know, if I could be brutal, it was a little bit difficult. You know, obviously I'm trying to, you know, get these kids like, hey man, I ain't a sub. I'm a teacher, teacher, teacher. You know, I'm here. Okay, so I know you guys were doing your crosswords or whatever you guys are doing. We're not doing that now. I got to teach you math. And, you know, you try to rile the, you know, that's hard. And then I'm trying to learn the culture of the school. I got all this equipment in my classroom. I don't even know how to turn it on. Okay? I'm like, where's the, where's the on button? Okay? I mean, so you try to figure it out. So it's kind of weighing me down. I started thinking, oh, my word, what did I get myself into? You know, what did I get myself into? You know, is this going to work out? And I started really thinking, it's like, okay, you know what? Maybe I'm just going to be a sub. <laughs> you know, maybe I should just be a sub. You know, work that out, and then we'll figure it out. And, you know, next school year, we'll start fresh. And I started thinking about that because I wasn't sure if I was even, you know, getting with the kids and all that, bonding with the kids, that we say. And so, you know, I was praying. I was like, oh, man, it was weighing me down. And then one day after school or after class, I should say, after class, a girl comes up to me, hands me a letter. I said, oh, thanks. You know, I'm thinking, oh, okay, whatever. Maybe she needs excuse for something. She goes, here, here, Mr. Tagnarin. I said, okay, great. So she leaves. And then I opened her and I started reading it. She said, Dear Mr. Tagnarin, thank you for being here. Thank you for coming and dealing with us and teaching us math. I am so thankful that I'm learning something now. I was like, whoa. And then get this. And then the next period, the girl who sits in front of my desk, she just blurts out. I mean, I don't know. She just blurts out. You know what? I'm so happy that you're here. And I'm doing math again. I'm so happy about learning math again. I'm so happy. I was like, oh, wow. But here's the thing. Now, to you, it might not mean a whole lot. But to me, it meant the world. That note, unique to me. What that girl said, and everyone heard it. and didn't think, but to me, when she said that, I'm so happy that I'm learning math again. Unique to me. It's mine. God is... You, the Holy Spirit is God's UPS. Unique postal service. Holy Spirit can deliver at any time to anywhere and for anyone. Notice how God spoke to me in my classroom. It wasn't on a Sunday morning like, you know, today at a church service during an altar call. And yes, God speaks. And, you know, we kind of expect when we come to church for, to hear from God. But God can speak to you anytime in the classroom. God delivers his words, but, you know, um, maybe some of you maybe heard of stories of God speaking to them at the oddest times, oddest places. You've heard stories of people said, I was just driving on the road, and all of a sudden, God came upon me. You know, and he said, I had to pull over, and I was bawling my eyes out. You know, or people were saying, I was in the shower, and I was just thinking about it, and I, I, I felt God tell me and teach me or tell me something. you got to do this. I'm going to make a confession here. There's been many times I've written sermons or thought of sermons because I was in the bathroom. I'm just telling you, God speaks. You know, you're just there to like, I was like, oh, my word, that's a good word. You know, that's a good word. I got to preach that. But God speaks anytime, anywhere, for anyone. This no boundary of time or place to move is why Jesus told the disciples that when he goes, it's to your advantage that the Holy Spirit comes. The helper. As awesome as it was to have Jesus walking among them, 
healing the sick, you know, seeing, making the blind see, the deaf hear, the lame walk. As great as that was, I tell you, Jesus was human. He's fully human, fully God, fully human. And because he's human, he can't be at two places at one time. He can't. You know, in a few weeks, we're going to talk more about Holy Spirit being the baptizer. But let me just say this. Jesus died to completely cleanse the sins of all humanity. When he died on the cross, he died for the sins of your sins, past sins, and even people are going to sin. The sin you're going to do tomorrow, he died for that. And here's the reason why, one of the reasons why. So... By dying for your sins and those of us who have accepted it and cleansed it, that means now the Holy Spirit can be unleashed upon your life. Jesus died on the cross. That was like, whoa. Whoo, man, I didn't think that was going to happen. And the disciples were like, what? And then three days later, he's resurrected. And they're like, whoa. Jesus, you're back. Thomas didn't believe it, but he's I got to see this. Jesus right here. I want to see the nail scars right there. Like, wow. And then he with them for a few days, okay? And then he says, well, I'm going now. He's like, what? But go and wait for the Holy Spirit, just as I told you. Just as I told you. Go and wait for the Holy Spirit. And then... Acts chapter 2, where the Holy Spirit fell upon those people in the upper room. See, the Holy Spirit functioned differently before Jesus' death and resurrection. And I can't really explain how it was different before, you know, uh, that upper room experience. All I can say, because I'm just reading from what the Bible says in Paul's letters, that after Jesus' resurrection and the Acts chapter 2 came upon him, the Holy Spirit became more personal. He became more personal. Have you heard someone say, oh, yeah, I know that guy. He's my personal friend. What does personal friend mean? One time I ran into somebody, and he probably, you know, he said that, oh, yeah, I know MC Hammer. He's my personal friend. Really? He's your personal friend? Yeah. Wow, how do you meet him? Oh, I bumped into him at Bank of America and Tracy. And he said, what's up, bro? And I said, what's up back? So he's my personal friend. I was like, come on. I mean, it's like now you're just name dropping. He's my, you know, someone says, oh, yeah, I know him. He's my personal friend. And you're like, really? He starts being suspicious because we all know. I mean, if you're going to, someone's going to be a personal friend. That means it's somebody you're just really, really close to. Someone who is as close to family as you can get without being a blood relative. A personal friend is someone you really trust, someone who you can call or text or talk to anytime, anywhere. They don't mind that it's 3 o'clock in the morning because if they're your personal friend, they know, man, if you're calling me at 3 o'clock in the morning, it's a good reason. Someone who you don't mind being real with. Someone who can tell you like it is. Right? That's a personal friend. Jesus, the man, knew that he couldn't be everywhere at any time with everyone because he was the personal friend of these disciples. He was limited as we all are as human. But the Holy Spirit, that's why it's an advantage. When the Holy Spirit comes, he says, because it's from me. We just read it. 
Everything the Holy Spirit says is from me. Whatever he hears, he's hearing it from me. So now the Holy Spirit can be everywhere, anytime, with anyone. Recognize that. Recognize that truth. That's why the Holy Spirit is a game changer. Now let me talk about the message. The message is direct from God and would always point to Jesus. How do you know that what you're receiving is really from God? How do I know? Let's put back the John passages. Look at John 15, 26. Okay? How do we know? Well, the Holy Spirit, the advocate, look at the last line. He will testify about me. Okay, look at verse 13. Holy Spirit, Spirit of truth. He will guide you into all the truth. Okay, look at verse uh, 14. He will glorify me. That's how we know. The Spirit will guide you to the truth. And will always honor Jesus. And Jesus is the way, the, and the, the word is also Jesus, the logos, scripture, the Bible is truth. Paul says that the Bible is the sword of the spirit. What am I getting at? How do I know? How do I know that what I receive from the Lord or the message I receive is from God? How do I know? This is what I'm getting at. You need to know the Bible and know who Jesus is. Because that's how you're going to know if it's from, because it's not going to go against what the Bible says. Okay? It's not going to go against that. And it's going to glorify Jesus. So you got to know who Jesus is and what Jesus likes and what Jesus expects from you. That's why we read the Gospels. We got to know that. That's how we know. The Holy Spirit will not deliver something that is contrary to what the Bible says. And the Holy Spirit will not ask you or do anything or say anything that will not Lead to bringing glory to Jesus. Now let me, let me share this with you. To know, recognize, and understand what the Holy Spirit is delivering, you have to be in tune with the Spirit. Now this is what Paul says. He says, walk in the Spirit. Okay, you might have heard that. You know, we've got to walk in the Spirit. Okay? Walk in the Spirit. Being in tune in the Spirit. I'm going to be dating myself here. You guys, some of you remember those radios that had dials? Okay, kind of wearing an iPod and all that. You know, now you just kind of punch buttons. But it's kind of funny. Talk about my class here. I had a student, ninth grader. This is a ninth grader. He shows up to my class, you know, and pulls out a Walkman. The kind you put a cassette tape in. You guys remember? You guys? Okay. A Walkman. Sony Walkman. It was a yellow one, too. Bright yellow ones. And I said, bro, man, where do you get that? Because I know. And I, you know, I started looking at it, and it had one of those dials, you know, for the AM, FM frequency. And some of you guys might remember that. I remember having that at home. You know, you got to turn that, you know, to get the right frequency. I'm trying to listen to K-Win or K-Joy or something. You know, and all of a sudden, El Sabro y Domingo. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I don't want the Spanish one. Like, dang, man. 97.5 is Spanish, but 97.7, that's why, you know, you, I mean, but just to hear it. Or you get static, you know. You just got to turn that dial a little bit, you know, a little to the left, a little to the right, you know. And so guess what? Prayer and Bible reading, Bible study helps you to dial in to what God is trying to tell you. 
prayer and Bible reading, Bible study. Because you hear something, is that what, well, you pray. Is, is this God telling me something? You pray. What's the Bible say? Because it's not going to go contrary to it. And it's not going to let, you know, say that, you know, you know uh, something bad about Jesus is going to honor him. That's why you got to pray. That's why you got to know your Bible. But check this out. I want to show you something here. Uh, throw up 2 Corinthians chapter 2. You're going to read this carefully. The person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God. And it's even worse. Not only doesn't only accept it, but considers them foolishness. And cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the Spirit. Some of you need to read that. Look at that. Okay? It's not a popular verse. It's not one of those verses you memorize. No one's going to put this on a poster at the Super Bowl. You know, say Corinthians 2, 4. What, what? Okay? They're not going to put this up there. But there is some hard truth in there. Some people are like, I don't hear from God. I don't know what he's saying. I don't even know what his means. Well, okay, well, it's probably because of this. The person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God. <laughs> Cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the Spirit. To hear and know what God is delivering to you, you need to walk in the Spirit. And it starts by making Jesus Lord and Savior of your life. Giving your life to God. Because I'm telling you, God's mail is never junk or trash. People without the Spirit consider things from God as foolishness. Junk. You know? Basically, you know, who are people without Spirit? People who are not spiritual. People who are not spiritual. There might be some of you who are saying, God has never spoken to me. I never heard God speak. I, I don't know what God's saying, even if he is. I haven't heard, you know, from God, or maybe I haven't heard God from a long time. And my question is, well, you know, are you spiritual? Or maybe you are dismissing God's message as junk mail. Come on. You go to the mailbox, right? So you look in there, oh, man, there's a lot of stuff in there. So you pull it out. Oh, okay, HVAC advertisement, some realtor who wants me to sell my house. Okay, what is it? Life insurance, life insurance, and another life insurance. Then you get to the envelopes, you look at it, and you're like, what's this from? And it says pre-sorted, and then some place you never heard of, and you open it up. Oh, they want me to get a loan, get another loan. They want me to do this. I mean, you know, junk mail, right? And we just toss it. Sometimes we just, I don't even look. I'm like, okay, I already know. If it says Citibank, I'm throwing it away. You know what I'm saying? You know, whatever it is. I don't know. I'm just, you know, we don't even open it. We just toss it. It's trash. Right? And then, you know, when it's election, oh, Lord. When there's an election, man, seems like everybody's running for city council or something. Okay? And there's a yes, no, maybe, prop this, whatever. Okay? I mean, it's like crazy. Now, I mean, everybody's like, oh, man. I just, I don't even look. I don't even know the names. Just throw it away. Okay? Just throw it away. That's because it's junk mail. Okay? Now let's talk about email, your Gmail or Outlook. Or I don't know. Some of you guys still use AOL.com. I don't know. Okay. But, you know, let me tell you something. I had a, a, a well, you know, you, you kind of just 
spam, right? You look at it, you don't even open it. It's like trash, 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 trash. You know, whatever it is they're sending to, you know. And it's always weird because you know that somehow Alexa, if you have an Apple iPhone, you know, just the other day I was talking to Alma about something. Like, oh, you know, maybe we should buy a new mattress. And all of a sudden I get these, all these emails from like Sleep Train and all that. Mattress firm. It's like, man, you know, Matika bed quarters. It's like, man, how do they know that I wanted that? But, but you know, trash, trash, trash. Okay, or you reported as spam and all that. But the thing is, are we doing that with what God is sending? That we don't even know. I mean, I don't know. And maybe, like I said, first you got to be spiritual. You got to have the, you know, Jesus upon you. Recognize that he died for our sins. You know, and then that's what I'm saying. Notice that. I mean, Jesus had to die for the sins first. The Holy Spirit was subsequent after that. You got to realize that, okay? I mean, it's like, man, Jesus is telling his disciples about this helper, this advocate. Why didn't he just send it right now? You know, why could you know? Because he had to die for our sins. And then the Holy Spirit came. See what I'm saying? Came upon them. And so the same things that, you know, sometimes we may not understand or recognize it. That God speaks, well, first off, have you. Have you confessed and say, God, I'm clear. I'm not saying about being perfect, but recognizing that Jesus has to cleanse that out. Because sometimes if we don't recognize it, we just dismiss it. We just dismiss it. God is still speaking, sending messages. The Holy Spirit is delivering. Are we receiving it? Or are we dismissing it as junk or trash? Foolishness. What does your inbox look like? The question I have for you, what does your inbox look like? And as the worship team comes up, we're going to close with this. Funny thing is, I went to this uh, uh, a seminar that we do in our school. It's called PLC, Professional Learning Community. And we do it before school for about six weeks. And uh, so the guy that was doing the, the training for us teachers, you know, was up there, you know, in the classroom, setting up his laptop, you know, playing in. We're just waiting there. And, you know, setting it up to put it on the screen. And so he sets up his computer, opens up his laptop, and it opens up to his Gmail. You know, his Gmail or, you know, his Gmail page. And where it says inbox, you know, on the left in the little envelope, there's a number there. I kid you not. And I memorized it because I was like, wow. That number said 3,859. Three. 1,859 unopened emails. And we're like, bro, you need to do some catching up, huh? And he was like, yeah. You know, and it's just kind of, you know, maybe you know God is trying to reach you. Or maybe you're just not opening up the mail also. And sometimes we're afraid to. Sometimes we're afraid to. Or if we don't know better, I mean, I could have cleared it out and just put everything in the junk without even realizing. How many times have you missed, you know, God speaking into our lives? Because I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit, that's the Holy Spirit. It's God's unique post of service. I want to share with you a time when um, in my life where I was really in a, in, in, in a rut, I would say. 
Um, and this just happened about a few months ago. And it's just one of those things where, you know, I mean, obviously I was going to church and all that. I'm a pastor. But I was really wondering, you know, what was God trying to tell me to do with my life? One of those situations. I was even wondering whether God was even speaking to me. I don't know. I mean, you know, you look at yourself and you, you start thinking about that. And it was, it was really, really, really difficult. And maybe you, you kind of relate that where you're kind of just like almost just going through the motions, you know. And you're just like, man, what's going to happen? And, you know, there was, you know, I knew I had to make some decisions. And you want, you know, I wanted to hear from God. And I wasn't even sure if, if things were going to work out and everything. And it just so happened that we had a, a, a conference that all of us pastors went to down in Southern California. And, you know, I've been to a lot of these. So, okay, let's go. Kind of know the deal. You know, they're going to talk about church growth and how you can be a better leader and all this. And, you know, it's good, it's good stuff, but I kinda, you kind of just know what's going to happen. You know, again, just kind of going through the motions and still struggling with what's going with me personally in my life and, and, and with our home. And, and so it was the last session, you know, last session. Guy spoke and then we're going to have a little worship service, you know, worship and all that. Okay, so again, I've been to a lot of these. I know how these things go. Okay. And some of you have been to a lot of conferences. And, all, you know, I just, just going through the motions with everyone else. And then, um, and, then, and then just struggling. And then the worship team sings a song. Now, I mean, I never heard this song before in my life. Okay? And I mean, maybe everyone in the conference did. And maybe even all the other pastors are, that we went with, maybe they knew it. I never heard this song in my life. And all of a sudden, as the lyrics started coming up and they were singing this. I knew exactly what God was trying to tell me. I knew exactly. And that song was Same God. Even though, man, I mean, I was in a place I had never been at. Kind of confused. Um... I didn't know. I mean, and again, I'm not talking 21-year-old Jason here. I'm talking about 48-year-old Jason who's lived, a, you know, some life here. But I was in a place I never found myself in. Confused, different. I, I, even, I even, I didn't know what to say. I didn't even know what to pray. I didn't even know what to do. And, as you know, everything was just kind of chaotic. But then, like I said, at that conference, not expecting anything. The Holy Spirit, I needed to hear those words. He is the same God. Everything's different. Maybe you've found your place that's different. You haven't felt this way. Everything you're feeling is different. I'm the same God. That's what I needed to hear. And then, I'll be honest, I, I mean, I didn't even know what I needed to pray. I didn't even know what I needed to pray. I mean, that's how it was. I mean, like I said, you're going through, yeah, I say that, but I didn't even know what I really needed to pray. And then they sang, oh God, oh God, I need you. Oh God, oh God, I need you now. Oh, how I need you now. The Holy Spirit gave me the words I need to say to God. 
Because get this, the Holy Spirit is God's unique postal service. But it's also your, my unique postal service. The Holy Spirit lets us know what God is saying to us. But the Holy Spirit will also help you what you need to say to God. Because sometimes I don't have the English. I don't have the Spanish. Or in my case, I don't have the Ilocano or the Tagalog in it. I don't know the words, but I don't know. But then the Holy Spirit will say, this is what you need. Oh God, oh God, I need you. And sometimes it might just be a groan, as Paul says in Romans chapter 8, that the Holy Spirit sometimes just gives us a groan that you just say, ah, ah. But God knows. God's unique. The Holy Spirit's a messenger. It's a way that he's going to speak to you. But you got to be spiritual. you got to walk in the spirit if you want to know. Because if not, it's just going to be foolishness. It's going to sound like nonsense. You've got to pray and read the word. You need to so understand clearly what God is speaking to you in your life. And it's also your way to tell God what you need to know. What you need to know. I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet at this time. Thank you again for tuning into our podcast. For more info, please visit our website at thrivelathrop.com. Have an amazing rest of your week.